Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we good are morning. in the uh, second week of July. I believe this is airing July the 10th now, Monday July the 10th. July the 10th, yes. And uh, we're heading into the throes of summer, and uh, it's going to be fun. Actually, Linda and I are coming out to New Hampshire in the end yeah, of, when end do you of guys July. Come out? End of July. Okay. End of July, yeah, 26th. And uh, we're trying to put together some guests would like to come, and uh, people are already talking about coming and visiting us and so we'll look forward to oh, seeing, seeing you guys and yeah absolutely Linda's said, yeah you won't be too far you'll be right by the Cornells right yeah, and you'll be yep. a little over an hour from us yeah so. yeah Linda's uh, excited to she's always wanted to have a little cabin on the lake and this is a little cabin on the lake that we get to rent, <laughs> rent. not very expensive so it's really pretty cool and we got it we rented a boat as well so that'll be fun and oh that'll be great fun uh, you know get to just enjoy the place and Looking forward to you know being able to do that. That's going to be fun uh, together. But um, as we've been talking about the supernatural, um, you know, last time we shared uh, this would have been last Wednesday's uh, broadcast is uh, you and I and Dan, Linda, and our team got a chance to go to Tuscany, mm-hmm. and uh, Tuscany has been developing as a work of God, and we we've always known something. Um, about how to walk with God, and <laughs> it's always uh, never take control of anything mm-hmm. along the way or push things forward just because we sense something. Right. Um, which, by the way, don't is, get ahead of him and don't lag behind. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is uh, contrary to my personality. Um, mm-hmm. Which is if I see something, um, it's like okay. Let's go. Let's go get it done. Right, you know? and, right. uh, uh, it works. It works really well in a lot of cases where uh, the one thing that I have learned and I'm good at, um, I don't procrastinate. Mm-hmm. So uh, like when I do emails, for example, I handle them all once. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't put them away, come back to them, put them away. Come back. I just if I'm going to send something, I'll send it. You know, if I got to do something, yep. I'll do it. You know, and uh, so it's, it's a positive thing. But. When it comes to following God, I, I've had to learn, you know, Rich, God said, Rich. God has his timing. <laughs> you're going to have to follow me, and I don't need mm-hmm. I don't need you to run the show. <laughs> mm, that's so good. Uh, that's so good. And do not push things forward, even though I know you can. Mm-hmm. And there's times when I'm going to ask you to do something, but I don't want you pushing things forward on your own. Um, mm-hmm. And you got to resist it, you know. So I, I have to work at it, uh, being patient. And by the way, that's we've talked about this with end times. Uh, I believe that's the danger of AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it's going to short circuit the need to go and talk to God because well I get I can get you know AI Jesus that can tell me the answer you know and mm-hmm. uh, and that's going to be attractive to a lot of people who particularly let's get going. Uh, so in this case. Uh, this has been developing uh, 
over a long time. First of all, it started with uh, John and Michelle uh, Santa Ferraro, who you know, 12 years ago wrote down the desire of their heart, which was to be doing uh, ministry in Italy, living in Italy, mm-hmm. and facilitating uh, Italy with through a retreat center that he had kind of had a, a vision about. Um, and, he, and he knew partly is because he didn't have the wherewithal financially to even think about doing it, um, mm-hmm. or even could go over there and live. So. Uh, the rules are, by the way, that um, if you're not a citizen, you can go over on a work permit. But even when you do that, you can only go for a certain number of months. Then you got to leave, right? And then come and back. So they've been doing the back and forth, and they've for been a doing bit. back yeah. and forth, you know, with it. But he could stay there permanently if he becomes a citizen, which he's in process of doing because his dad and mom were citizens of Italy. So it's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, but. Um, so he's had that, that dream. And then as he traveled it and started to uh, get connected over there and just do, he did a few retreats over there. Um, you know, uh, John and Michelle, Linda and I would just be praying and talking through and what does that look like? And then God gave me uh, the thought of uh, being a, and something that you, you're going to share a little, little bit in yours is it's, it's a gathering and descending place. Mm-hmm. And I just had the sense that um, if we could facilitate at our expense uh, with a place that wasn't expensive, people coming, they could get there mm-hmm. and then not have to pay for anything and then go back and take the material that they're learning and then give it away in their churches and their small groups in their country. Um, and I kind of I kind of sensed that that was what God was up to. And then uh, John and Michelle get connected with this woman, Sylvia, who had a vision mm-hmm. 35 years ago about the, the nations coming to this property to get healed right. and to get transformed and then to send out, to go out and, and give it away. And she, in essence, uh, saw Offer Jesus Living Waters without knowing who it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, John and Michelle met her and she shared the vision and they shared our vision and it starts to come together um, mm-hmm. of God is up to something and again you know we're not trying to do anything we're not trying to make anything happen but we are seeing step by step by step well one big step was us actually physically being in that property right um, and listening <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to the, the an, anointed vision mm-hmm. and the heart of that. And you could see it. Nothing was phony about it. Nothing was, right. it was just God, you know. Uh, and, and so much so, we shared a little bit about this last time, but her commitment and recognition of how true the vision was that God gave her drove her to multiple times turning down offers to sell that land um, that any person by any logic and honestly you could have justified you know, she's a widow at that point and you could justify the actions as oh this was God's provision and she was so sold to the vision of what God had told her was to come and she was to hold until that vision that she turned down a blank check offer for the property. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it blows my mind. I love the faithfulness. Um, so not just a maybe he said, she was like, no, this is the vision. I was you thinking, know? I was thinking about that. 
uh, you know, we've, we've been given, you know, Living Waters, our property, uh, retreat home, um, you know, way back when, and God said he's going to give it to us, and we have it, and it's a fantastic retreat place. And uh, But I was thinking as, okay, <laughs> what would I do? Right, if somebody, if somebody gave you a blank somebody check. somebody <laughs> shows up and says, look, we really want this property, here's a blank check. Right. You write any number you want. And we'll take it, you know. Right. And, and and I you know, in my own mind, I'm thinking, maybe maybe God, <laughs> maybe this is what God. You no, know, maybe with that. maybe maybe. Yeah. You know, I mean, we could justify that so easily. God, right? a blank check. <laughs> Look at what I can do, you know. And I'll give I'll give you a tie. Don't worry, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but she just has the literally the the complete faithfulness that when God said no. Mm-hmm. She didn't blink an eye. Um, right. Like, okay, uh, no problem. You know, and, and so I believe that he's been holding it for us, and we're in the middle of that. But we one thing we did was we did a silent retreat uh, where we all came. We were on the property getting the word. And then we just all walked the property for about an hour and a half of uh, uh, just our, we, with, we, we and our spouses, Linda and I, you and Dan, and, and we're just basically asking, we ask a real simple question. Father, what do you have to say to any of us at all about mm-hmm. even our own life, about this property, about what you're up to? You know, what do you want to share with us that we then can come back and share with the group, which mm-hmm. we all did. Um, and we said last time you had a few things that you got um, and uh, and you said that, you know, you, you did keep some good notes on us. So maybe you could share, you know, you don't have to go through all of them, but what what, what are a few that you would like to highlight of things that God said to you about what's going on over there? So super fun. Um, I shared last time, I think that I thought maybe it was Isaiah 60. I went back to my notes. I was wrong. My memory's not that great, guys. So, you know, this is why I write things down. <laughs> but Isaiah 61, 1 to 4 was the passage he actually spoke to me for them. And I'm going to read that just because I want you to hear the beauty of the anointing too. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified and that they shall rebuild old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations and they shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. That passage, I know you've heard us talk on this before um if you've listened to like the abiding series and everything jesus actually that's jesus's first public sermon yeah um when he speaks that he says you know the prophecy is fulfilled in this this particular passage as we were walking the property that day god laid that on my heart and he's like this is a property i'm going to do those very things people will meet jesus marriages will be will be restored generations will be rebuilt because of what i do in the hearts of my people on this land And it was such a beautiful, strong impression of that. This passage is what is going to transpire here, Um, along with, I think he had given me the word lampstand, that it will be a lampstand. And um, to press into that more, um, he also spoke of the land being just anointed and to pay attention to the borders of the land, the cypress trees, which 
you know, historically um, and in Israelites times pointed to God. So the, the beauty of the fact that the cypress trees are on there, that there's a gate and he spoke that the gates would continually be open. And then this was super cool. I wanted to share um, because it ties in with what Rich, I also took notes on what other people said um, were given. And it was interesting to me how much some of what God spoke to you, Rich, overlapped with some of the things he had spoken to me. Um, long before, I would say probably a year before you planned the Tuscany trip, God told Dan and I, we were to plan a trip to go to Italy. And the purpose of the trip was simply to go to the Santa Ferrara's property and pray over it. So that had been on our radar. We had been praying ahead of that. And then of course the leaders retreat, what did God pl place on your heart except Tuscany? and us all going to pray over the property as a portion of that. And so it was just beautiful how God orchestrated that and brought it together. But ahead of that, because he so tied my heart to praying ahead of what he's doing there for you know, well over a year now, um, just even days before we went um, on this trip, I was asking God fasting and praying and asking him for any alerts or instructions he had for the trip. And so I have good notes on the things he spoke and there's a lot of richness in that even, but so cool. One of the things he spoke to me in that was Matthew 9, 37 to 38. And that particular passage, let me just read that um, real quick. Is then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And so the instruction ahead of going was pray for the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Pray for the laborers to be drawn, to be strengthened, to be equipped, and to be sent out from the Santa Ferraro property. And I have written in a big box, this will be at both a sending place and a gathering place. Rich did not know any of that. And Rich comes back from his time with God. And my notes on what you said, Rich, are Antioch. I know you said a lot more, but Antioch, 11, Acts 11, 19, um, a Gentile place. There is a need for help and a need for people. It will be sending and gathering. Yeah. And so just the fact in, in just those two and so many other things overlapped. I know that um, John and Michelle were receiving similar words on sending and gathering place. I love the beauty of how God uses unity. When we just stop and pray and listen, what do you have to say? And supernaturally, he literally wove all of that together and said, do you see the vision? I'm telling each of you individually and you don't even know what I'm telling the other one. Right. I'm telling each of you, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. This is ascending in a gathering place. I am, this is anointed. I am going to heal and restore generations in this place. So pay attention. Yeah. And in that is an invitation. So I just wanted to share a little bit of that. Is that yeah. the gist of what you wanted me yeah. to share? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just fun to, uh, again, even um, when we talk about the supernatural, um, we, we have a tendency to kind of, I guess what I would call pigeonhole, uh, it looks like this, you know, in mm -hmm. our mind, particularly, right. particularly those that may not experience it a lot. And so they, they kind of put out, well, I guess the supernatural means this. Um, but rather, supernatural is just God breaking through the natural. Mm -hmm. uh, is that he's doing cool stuff that the world itself wouldn't call big. Right. Uh, but 
it's big to us because we know it's him, not me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's doing something. And even see, uh, we got to hear all these supernatural stories, but see for us, when we all went out on that property and then we heard and then we come back and God says, well, Rich, I'm saying this to you. I've all, I've also said it to somebody else and mm-hmm. I've given them a piece. I've given you a piece. And do you guys see what I'm doing here? See, it's a mm-hmm. common thing. Well, even that see is supernatural. Absolutely. Um, and we get to experience that of hearing expressing, Mm -hmm. receiving, and then saying, wow, look at what all he's saying. And it's really, we know, we know, we know because of the interconnectivity. Mm -hmm. It isn't, hey, this isn't just you thinking this. This this is me, you know, and that's supernatural. And we all got to experience that. I think think Sylvia uh, and Marco, Marco, her son, who's a pastor, um, and then he's married to uh, Nuncia, they were overwhelmed because mm-hmm. they got to listen to that. Right, right. Um, and they were like, we know this place is anointed. Mm-hmm. And we got to experience the anointing on you expressing God's truth right. in such an unbelievable way that they got excited about right. the supernatural. You know, And so uh, it really you is. You want to hear another yeah. little, this, one, this one's silly, but I think it also just, again, you're talking about how supernatural expresses itself in all kinds of ways. This was a fun one Um, before, like I said, I had prayed for a few days before just for God to give me alerts or instructions for when we were there and everything. And one of the instructions he gave me was actually to go to the fig tree on the property and to pray for his bride. Um, And so I texted Michelle right after that. I'm like, okay, that's an interesting instruction, but sure. So I texted her, I was like, hey, is there a fig tree on the property? I feel like I'm supposed to go pray under the fig tree. And you know, the Israelites, you know, for generations prayed under a fig tree for the return of the Messiah. So it's kind of a cool symbolism in that. But um, nonetheless, he said, go to the fig tree and pray, pray for my bride, specifically my bride in Italy. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. Well, then Michelle's like, well, I hate to tell you this, Kathy, we just did demolition and there was a fig tree, but we took it down. <laughs> it's God. I'm like, okay, God, what do I do with that? Then? So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just go pray where the fig tree was and kind of thought nothing of it. Well, Nancy Hoover, who knew nothing about my fig tree, but Rick Hoover, who knows everything about everything possible that grows, they're out on their prayer walk and they come back and I'm talking with her and she's like, oh, we had such a good time. We were walking among the olive trees and among this and we saw this and we saw this and this cute little fig tree and blah, blah, blah. Michelle had no idea this fig tree was on her property. It was a baby fig tree. Uh And I, my eyes go huge. I'm like, Nancy, where is that fig tree? <laughs> and so then I told her. And so she and Kristen Cornell and I went down and we prayed under the, or not under, cause it was too small, but we kind of prayed over the fig tree on the property of just what God was going to do there and, and praying for his bride in Israel and Italy across the nations, but the gathering and sending. And so how cool that even that he gave me this instruction and then use Nancy to say, hey, there was a fig tree on the property you didn't know about, and I'm going to show it to you, and yeah. I still want this step of obedience. Go pray there yeah. and trust me with the result. Yeah, beautiful. Isn't that fun? That is beautiful. Um, and as we as we know that um, the supernatural, uh, both of, by the way, it's a normal, common experience of walking with God all the time, and uh, there's a reason for it. 
uh, in addition to just us enjoying it, it's to bring himself glory. Absolutely. And to remind everybody that um, he is the God of all creation. He has power over all creation. And his desire is to demonstrate that, not in uh, theology or just intellectual understanding, Mm -hmm. but in reality. That mm-hmm. God, life with God is is matters because life with God experiences His supernatural. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, think about again how beautiful this is. Jesus was here three years uh, right. uh, as a man, uh, you know, expressing the truth of God. He was obviously here uh, as a kid, but um, he was expressing it with with disciples and then others. Think about if he had just come for three years and talked about God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God the Father is this, and here's what we are, and it's all about love, and you know, it's this, 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 and this. But He never did anything, right? And never bore witness to it. It would have been well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, is I think the reason that the church is in a pretty weak spot because most of the ministry that's going on is talking about Jesus. Rather than experiencing, but, it, but it's it. not expressing the reality of Jesus in real life, mm-hmm. and that's what God says. Well, in order to do that, I got to bring my supernatural uh, activity to demonstrate that who I am is true, mm-hmm. um, and that there's I'm going to bear witness to that. Okay, well, He talks about this uh, specifically in John uh, chapter five, uh, and ver- uh, start in verse thirty. And go all the way down to 47. 30 to 47? Uh-huh. Sure. I can of myself do nothing, as I hear I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not see my own, my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is another who, hears, who bears witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnesses of me are true. You have sent to John, and he was born to witness... Sorry, you have sent to John and he has borne witness to the truth. Yet I do not receive testimony from man, but I say these things that you may be saved. He was the burning and shining lamp and you were willing for a time to rejoice in his light. Sorry, but I have greater witness than John's for the works which the father has given me to finish. The very works that I do bear witness of me that the father has sent me. And the Father himself who sent me has testified of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form. But you do not have his word abiding in you because whom he sent him you do not believe. You search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. But you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. I do not receive honor from men. But I know you that you do not have the love of God in you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, him you will receive. How can you believe who receive honor from one another and do not seek the honor that comes from the only God? Do not think that I shall accuse do not think that I shall accuse you to the Father. There is one who accuses you, Moses, in whom you trust. For if you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Yeah. So um, uh, he says, uh, first of all, um, 
I do nothing of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so in other words, um, I'm not here fulfilling what I think is a good idea or mm-hmm. even fulfilling my mission uh, or carrying out uh, principles of life. He says, um, I do nothing on my own. I only, father, I only follow what the Father speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Um, through uh, the life of the Holy Spirit that is communicating uh, step by step by step, here's what here's where I want you to be part of today, and here's what I'm up to. Uh, and he says, I don't seek my own will, but the will of the Father. Right. So he said, that's that's my position. He says, um, now if I bore witness of myself, he says, the witness is not true. Mm. Um, okay, now think about what that means. If I bear witness to myself, by definition, it's it's not true because it has no meaning. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it'd be like this. Uh, hey, Kathy, um, I'm the greatest drummer you've ever heard. <laughs> well, who's saying that? You are. Okay, I'm saying Yet, that. It's uh, not been demonstrated. Yeah. I haven't experienced or seen it for myself. I'm just taking your word for what yeah. you are. Yeah. So by definition, can you accept that is true? No, not No, really. because I'm I'm doing it on my own. I'm saying mm-hmm. this of me. Right. Um right. now by the way, I could be. And in order for me to show you that I am, what would I have to do? To demonstrate it. I'd actually have to, have to play the drums. I'd have to actually play the drums <laughs> in a way mm-hmm. that you said, "Wow, that's that's special. You you're really gifted." Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Well, because you heard and saw and I, and observed me actually. Put, I didn't even say anything about it. Mm-hmm. I just did it. If I just talk about it, particularly if I'm saying, "Look at what I can do. Look at what I can do. Look at what I can mm-hmm. do." But there's never any evidence of that. Right. Jesus says, per se, that's not true. Because mm. there's no verification of it. Um, he says, now others mm-hmm. are bearing witness about me, John the Baptist. Right. He's, he's, a, he's one that's telling a witness about me because he's experienced me. And he can talk about, about me. And by the way, if you want to look at a great uh, description of that, uh, somebody, uh, and we won't do this right now, but go to John chapter 3. And we know the first part of that, Nicodemus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes right. in him shall have eternal life and not perish. And then after that, it goes into a great description of, of John. Hmm. And John says, um, I'm the privileged friend of the bridegroom. Mm. And I get to bear witness and because I get to be with him. Right, right. And I get to express the truth of that in reality about the life that I get to experience. And I'm not, ta- I'm not talking to you about him. Mm-hmm. I know him. Right. And I can bear, wit- I can bear <laughs> witness to that. And he, by the way, he says, he must increase and I must decrease. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm going to keep uh, revealing, and he's going to keep speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth is what determines whether I'm a friend of his or not. Um, and so he says, you know, he, he bears witness. But he says, I have an even greater witness than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is in uh, uh, chapter 30, or, you know, uh, uh, John five thirty six. I have a greater witness, the works which the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what bears witness of Christ? The works. The works. Right. The supernatural works. Mm-hmm. He said, so um, don't, even, don't even worry about what I say. I am, watch what I, I, I do. I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say stuff, and I would like you to pay attention because he said, by the way, you know, he'll he'll kind of uh, close the circle. Um, I'll show you. I'll tell you something about that. But other people know me. Mm-hmm. Well, listen to them, and just talk about their experience. Right. Um, and then, by the way, even greater than that, how about if you just observe the supernatural stuff I do? Mm-hmm. That demonstrates who I am to bring to bring me glory. Um, and he says, um, uh, the key is that these testify of the life that I have to give you. Uh, and he says, um, uh, you're not willing to come to me to get this life. Mm-hmm. He said, so in order for you to experience this life, super abundant, supernatural, amazing, uh, incredible life, you got to come with me. Mm-hmm. If you have a heart to come with me, it's going to happen 100%. The reason it doesn't is you really don't have a heart to come with me because you're off on your own figuring out your own stuff and right. saying things about me, but you're not experiencing me. Why? Why what? Doing, doing the supernatural. Um, and then he says, um, in the end, he says, uh, the key is to believe. Moses wrote about me. Mm-hmm. Um, believe what the word says. And by the way, believe what I say. Right. What, what I'm Because what I'm going to say is supported by what I do, by the supernatural work. So that um, even as, as we're experiencing, you know, you and I talking about Tuscany is that... Um, and this was kind of cool is that, you know, John and Michelle has talked to us about a little bit about Sylvia's, you know, uh, desire and thinking about what that property is all about. Right. And it was cool. Um, and we were, we were excited about it and, uh, we believed it. We didn't doubt it. Um, but when you went and she shared it. Yeah. That firsthand account. That, Beautiful, that right? it wasn't John saying that somebody that Jesus showed up on the property. Mm-hmm. She said it. And right. I've seen Jesus and I've experienced the supernatural stuff. We now got to have the witness of that. Mm-hmm. And then we experienced it with this uh, activity of, of the silent retreat. Mm-hmm. Well, we experienced it on that property. Absolutely. And God reinforced it by what he said, you know, and so uh, what's the reason for all that is see that God wants to demonstrate the mighty power of the life, the abundant life that's available to us to receive experience and then bear witness to his supernatural work that is spectacular. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually just described it to us. He said, of all the things that I do, why don't you just look at that alone? By the way, if you're not experiencing it, he said, it's kind of simple because you're not, then you're not with me. Mm-hmm. If you're with me, you're going to experience it. And that's what we'd like to encourage everybody is be open to it. Uh, start to process your abiding. Start to talk to God about um, life with him. And may you experience and recognize the supernatural things that God wants to do all the time. Yes. And, and we'll, we'll keep picking this up a little bit further. But it's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty cool statement. That's awesome. Such a such a great thing to be talking about and yeah. just the testimony of God through his works yeah. and that it's for all of us. Yeah. So if this brought questions up for you, absolutely send them in to us at questions at afjministry.com and we would love to dialogue on that. And um, and as always, go also and go back to some of our courses online. You know, we don't bring those up that often on here, but if you haven't checked out afjministry.com, There are all kinds of online courses just to really step you through even hearing God's voice and what is it like to listen to him and to really just grow in intimacy. There's course after course on there to help you along the way. So be sure to check those out. And thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Father, again for the truth that uh, you will bear witness to your supernatural, and and we have the privilege of experiencing that. Thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.